2: a man's dilemma because every man remembers how his daddy and his uncles did it because more than likely that's the way they're gonna do it now i know it sound fucked up fucked up but most won't admit it but yo i gotta face it because i know i'm living through it because when the party stops and the niggas get old and the chain and the cars and the houses get sold and the other side of the bed gets cold you don't want to be alone so girl i'm trying to hold you Hey, welcome to the Black Test Podcast, your host Rod and Aaron, and we're in the house uh, on vocal and it's working. <laughs>
3: we had to uh, the, go past, the past few weeks, vocal been like, nah, fuck whatever y'all trying to do.
2: Yeah, I guess they were doing some uh, updates upgrades, and stuff yeah. and it uh, looks like everything got updated. So we were able to uh, finally go live and um, yes, I
3: like some of the updates. Some of them, some, some of them I wish we had features we had back, but I do like mm-hmm. some of the upgrades.
2: Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. uh It's dope. And, um yeah, so, uh l- you know, this is a Saturday, which means that this is what kind of show, Karen?
3: The feedback, dog. Feed, feedback.
2: That's right. And we had so much feedback this week that we actually had to break the feedback into two parts. We yeah, have be, a. You
3: know, I bet some people listening on Thursday going, shit, I don't listen to the feedback show. Why, why are they doing phone calls?
2: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we had to do. A bunch of feedback uh third uh yeah Thursday, Thursday we had to do mm-hmm. fifteen voice messages. Yeah. Come in today, only two days later, this is sixteen voice messages. Well
3: shit, I'm glad we'd would've been like 40, 40, 40
2: phone calls. Am I gonna need like a voicemail message like limit or some shit? Like <laughs> Motherfuckers just calling like like it's just the the hotline. So um we like the feedback though. We love it yeah well we appreciate the people that take the time out to respond of course the show is dedicated all to you guys uh spending a couple hours on a saturday we could be doing other stuff saying no man y'all want to put in on this y'all have something to say so you know we we gotta let we gotta get your word out there too man you know um all right so basically to find the show you go to blackouttips.com find out the contact information go to the about Mm -hmm. pay uh section and of course, man, just go to com. You've heard me say it a thousand times if this is your first time hearing the show, um, and I'm sure it is. Just go to com and click around. There's so it's, much it's, shit.
3: There's some shit in there. Like a lot of times people hit us up for stuff that's actually on the page right. and things like that. And, you know, uh vocal archives. And we have it where you can go back and see all our past live uh, vocal shows and things like that. So please go yeah. check it out. Sign I'm, up for I'm, the emails. I'm going
2: to be honest with y'all. I'm done answering those questions.
3: Yeah, that gets nerve wracking. People hit me up. I'm just gonna send them the web, the, the link to the page.
2: Certain tweets and shit like that. I'm just not answering no more.
3: Yeah, I'm to have. Yeah, yeah you. Like, hey man, how do no I staff. call the show?
2: <laughs> mm, no, I don't have an intern, sir. Mm-mm, no, this, this is on you.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> jot the number down. Write the number down. And, yeah, and, and it ain't like we hard to find. In the phone that you sit that from, go right. go to your search engine. And say, the black guy who tips will pop up, I promise you.
2: Yeah, uh, just go to the about page. Um, there's a tons of ways. I mean, you know, when you're listening to the episode, obviously you listen to the show write down the number when we say it uh yeah stuff like that yeah. you know you guys can do um yeah, like
3: i said we don't mind the interaction but like right no i'm i'm mind,
2: I mind. karen oh. can try to sugarcoat it i fucking mind <laughs> i i'm getting tired of answering the same question a hundred times well yeah they are repeated so, questions uh, yeah. yeah look it up that's that's the answer um and and i know and we make it very easy so go to the about page all the information is there um and like i said go to blackoutist.com click around you'll find ways to help the show like donating and mm-hmm. liking the facebook page all this stuff you know leaving comments voting and posts it's all uh apparent as soon as you get on the page do that shit um because yeah, uh we
3: keep everything open like even the equipment we use all that shit it's all yeah. on the page
2: i'm not nigga google okay i know it's so not, that's not my job that's not my job I'm just trying to enjoy my Friday night, too. Yes, me, too. Um, All right, man. You can also leave five-star reviews on iTunes. We read all those um you can like us on stitcher you can leave comments on stitcher but we i don't promise that we'll read those stitcher needs to come up with a way for us to have visibility of that first yes they do you can leave comments on there and stuff like that like our facebook page all that crap um don't forget you can uh email us of course the blackouttips at com, and call the show 704 did you write that down this time see you just fucked up now you gotta go back and you're not going to go back and you're going to ask me on Twitter later, aren't you? You <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I say it every show. <laughs> the official weapon of the show is. The taser. And the unofficial sport.
3: Is bullet ball. And bullet a, ball extreme. And I'm going to have to take your motto too. Yeah, I'm sorry, ignoring
2: folks too. Yeah, I'm just ignoring that shit. Also, if you tell me to listen to your podcast, I'm ignoring that too. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> yeah don't think i'm a dick i'm no, telling you up front we have so much stuff i to have do, i have 50 podcasts saved on my shit as is yes uh, and we own
3: every we own a lot of people's shit so yeah, yeah.
2: maybe i'll get to it maybe i won't yeah. I mean, no promises no
3: pr- yeah i can't promise you that get your to- shit
2: as available as possible it needs to be on itunes it needs to be on stitcher yeah it need to be on it should be as easy for me to listen to as it is for you to listen to our shit i know it's so if I got to do a bunch of clicking around and shit,
3: It ain't happening. Peace. I'm telling you right now. If if you only have one method to listen, not happening.
2: Yeah. So, stop blaming me for shit. Go around, click on some shit. Mm-hmm. And be, learn, educate yourself. Don't be a lazy listener. All right. We're also on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. Um,
3: say that again. That isn't D-A-T.
2: Show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. Um, And that's all the upfront I feel like fucking doing. Nice. Let's get into some podcasting. Now let's do it, son. Um, First things first. Let's talk about the people who gave us money. Because they're important. They love us the most.
3: Yes, they do. Um,
2: Sorry. You know, my love is for sale. It sure sure is. Um, Corey A, he donated to the podcast. Recurrent donation. That means he'll be back next month. We will see you in October for Halloween. Yes, we will. Uh, Cameron B, he donated. Or she. I guess Cameron could be a girl name. I can't remember if this person's my Facebook friend. So... Uh, my bad, Cam. Dog, whatever gender you <laughs> are. Um, but yeah, recurring donation, Cam. Appreciate it, player. Um, got Jose B. You know what I mean? He's a a law enforcement officer and who also donated to the show. Mm-hmm. They say the police never give back.
3: Yes, they do. Thank I they you. Wrong. I Me too.
2: Wrong. And police officers can be internal ratchets too. Yeah, Paul Andre J. I'll just say J this time. Recurring donator recurred and donated thank you mr antoine span mr span uh you know and y'all should know him from the show uh span report which comes out by uh every six months yes i'm glad he's still alive nigga get out of detroit yeah i, I feel like if he didn't live in detroit the show would have been out by now but hey and me too I was, <laughs> I was a guest on this show about seven months ago and we talked about gun control. And I've been waiting for the show to come out to promote it. It was me, Dark Hater, uh, Scarfinger from Scarcasm Live, and, uh, it was very um, funny and informative, I, and, uh, yeah, it's in the vault somewhere. So, <laughs> Mrs. Span, hook it up, dog. Get on it, it Mrs. Span. And my man, Mr. Bates, uh, Derek Bates, he, he hooked us up. Thank you, sir. Uh, with a donation, man. We appreciate that, man. And, uh, you know, I know that, uh, Dark Hater talked about you on the show. Um, and uh, it's good to see that you're still around, man. It is, ain't it? You know, I wasn't co-signing that. I don't think you were simp. I mean, you might be. Ah! But I have no way of confirming that. So, that's why I, you know, that's why I said. All right. We have iTunes reviews. We have uh, comments on the page, all that stuff. You want to start with uh, iTunes? iTunes, yes. All right. We got one iTunes review since last week. Um, and it was from oh well maybe it was two no i think it was uh you know I, i'll just do two just in case in case we missed it last yep.
3: time if you've heard it you get two shout outs
2: it was uh one was five stars says subscribe now from beautifully prolific and it says great podcast with awesome host and host is plural because she likes both of us thank you unlike some people <laughs> that only like one person and then don't yeah, like the other you
3: know the star shines hard on beyonce rod everybody else get lost in the darkness
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> 12 star karen and one star rod okay i understand um the review five stars the review this is the official review of the podcast Ooh, thank you this is from the ignorant intellectual Uh oh what's good rod and karen i've been listening for about two weeks and i've gone through 1.3 gigs What can I say? I'm an engineer and have 60 plus hours a week to burn. I'm writing because I started following you on Twitter and saw the review and more importantly, the response to Ah. the review of your podcast. (laughs) Hilarious. So here's my review. Positives. Karen's voice. I'm from Louisiana and now live in Florida. The sexiest women I've met, I meet, you guessed it, country. Karen's tanks.
3: Ah. Yes.
2: Karen's tanks. It's kind of like watching someone fall and you ask if they are okay and then you break out into a hysterical laugh. Yes. You'll always meet my quota for the amount of times I hear nigger. I've never, I've, <laughs> I've had to listen to the, uh, to the outer music to meet the quota a few times and you have to clean that up. Uh, oh, the outro music. Okay. Negatives. Rob. Talk less. Rob. R-O-B. <laughs> Rob. Talk less. Matter of fact, I won't care to finish reading this review. Just kidding. (laughs) Plus, if you are going to write a review, people, if you're going to write a review, either support or don't. The backhanded compliment means that you ain't shit anyway. Just want to show love. Yours truly, the ignorant, intellectual Godzilla. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, exactly. Just, I mean, show some love, man. You ain't got to be backhanded slapping us around. We do this shit for free, basically. So, hours and hours and hours of entertainment. Yeah, nobody is... You know, nobody is uh coming to your job and slapping the dick out of your mouth, so let us do ours. That's all. Ah, um, or the
3: stapler.
2: <laughs> or the stapler. That's right, Ken. Um, all right, we also had comments on the polls and the pages and all that stuff, mm-hmm. of course. Like I told you, go to the blackoutists dot com. You can leave all this feedback there. Um, we appreciate those of you that do it. Um Alright, so episode three fifty seven. Yes. Three light skinned brothers and the mic yes sir
3: (laughs) (laughs) what a name
2: we had a poll uh do you listen to a lot of christian rap because the official homophobe of the show malcolm uh wrote in and said something about you know how you listen to christian rap all the time or something or uh, give them a chance and i was like nobody listens to that shit so can you stop like this shit is whack and he named some people we played some of their whack-ass shit and you know Ah. i'm just i'm just not a fan of, of christian rap every punchline is a bible verse or some shit it's not it's not really dope to me it's like you got limited content and not much you can do with it so um i asked the poll to the question to the audience you know what i mean it was like hey do you listen to a lot of christian rap audience uh 92 percent of you said no eight percent of you told a goddamn lie that's sad <laughs> that
1: is sad
2: <laughs> nobody listens to a lot of christian rap i specifically put a lot because i know nobody does a lot define a lot nigga all y'all to answer yes you have to be like yes i listen two times a year that's a lot for me because i never listen to rap i'm sure it's some type of weird ass like some answer i know it ain't just right anyway let's check this uh comments on the poll your hood lawyer, a.k.a. Shirley Huang Esquire, please say the Esquire, says, LOL, at so many people voting no in this poll. The closest I come to listening to Christian rap is when my buddy from law school sends me tracks of his where he tries to sneak in some stuff from the Bible. <laughs> how are you going to sneak in stuff from the Bible? It's like, and we'll run up on these bitches and let them know. Jesus long- <laughs> saves. <laughs> Jesus saves. That's how you do it. Uh, you
3: sneak it up
2: from behind. I think these niggas count listening to Kanye West as yes. Christian rap. Yes. I listen to Christian rap all the time. Jesus walks, uh the yes. other one. Yes. <laughs> be, be like,
3: you smack him in the face, then you lay hands on them. Right. That that that's how you do it,
2: baby. And lay them hands on them, nigga. Lay them hands. <laughs> that's any they need, Christian rap. They probably got that shit. Try I it. bet you they do. <laughs> Tell the church up. Tell the church up. up. God damn it, motherfucker. Tell the church up. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it goes. Come get saved. You scared?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We ready to save your soul. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it goes, baby. (laughs)
2: I'm down for my Jesus. I'm down for my Jesus because I'm down for my Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're oh. oh,
3: riding for Jesus. That's what they do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, <laughs>
3: well yeah. We better change. We go. We do this all day. You yeah. might want to move on. Sir. I got ten on it. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh-uh. I got Jesus on it. That's that's how you do,
2: baby. You, nah, you got it's it. got to be the percent. Can't. Oh, I got ten on it. That's my percentage <laughs> that I leave. I got ten on it. That's how you do.
3: <laughs> I pay ties in not for a ring. That's how you do it, sir. Uh, uh, Joe
2: B says. I've never listened to Christian rap, but I have gone to a Christian rock concert and got a lap dance, which I believe ended my relationship with my best friend from high school. Right after high school, my best friend started being very religious and invited me to a Christian rock concert. While we were there, I met this girl who was kind of in the same situation, not really Christian, but I had to bring her sisters we kept talking and during the concert she was sitting next to me and at one point there were not enough chairs for everyone kindly i kindly suggested my lap and she went ahead and sat down after the music started she got pretty wild and started grinding on me and having a good time wow while her sisters and my maybe they was listening to crunk christian rap (laughs) yes
3: they was
2: while her sisters and my friend gave up gave us some ugly looks it was the only christian anything i've ever been to for a 19 year old it was pretty cool well that's I am surprised you didn't go back. I mean, if that's if that's how they rolling. Yeah, you was only 19 too, shit. That that's a good way to get them get him to go to church. They even <laughs> lap dances. Like, yeah, man, I'm going to church. What you doing Saturday? Going to church, nigga? shit. They giving out lap dances for free. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Uh, long story short, about 2 weeks later my friend told me he could not be my friend because I was not godly enough and he had to make more godly friends. Wow wow i'm positive it was my rock concert behavior that did it for him and i haven't spoken to him since anyways love the show that's sad joe B. yeah yeah man some people get on that religious shit man they just chili grape the world hey, everybody so nothing you can do about that i guess mm. and unless you want to stop getting lap dances and that's impossible ah! uh, tyrone left a comment on the episode he said frank the tank karen <laughs> <laughs> fuck something up about the batteries in the dildo rod let her cook as usual and then drop the hard in the pink jewel priceless don't worry chill i got you and the lady hating on the first day on the first lady can suck a syphilis dick is that mr marcus music i hear Uh oh (laughs) so i guess he's saying gabby can suck a dick that is mean sir and we don't say that about gabby no uh no matter how frustrating it is sometimes with Gabby, we love Gabby. We do and don't make any fucking mistakes about that. Do not be calling up here telling her to suck your dick or calling her a bitch, or anything like that. Show her some respect. She puts in on the show and she has been here and let people make jokes and all that stuff. So even though we don't agree with her on that on some things, uh keep her respectful, man. That's that's a fellow listener of the show. Um Alright, do you ever laugh at tragic event in movies was the poll? For episode 358, 50 Shades of Blackness. Yes. Which a lot of people liked. The guests, of course, are Chris and Brandon. Uh, Chris from Insanity Check Podcast. And Brandon from Where's My 40 Acres. And both of them also members of the NWFO. Niggas with fucked up opinions. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, For all- life, yay, yay. <laughs> yeah, and they're also uh, part of the Spoiled Movie Review Podcast. Um, which will probably be reviewing Dread in the next week or so, right? yes Jeez, we saw that and resident
3: night.
2: evil uh yeah we should go see resident evil tonight um all right so um let's talk about the poll um do you ever laugh at tragic events in movies because we spent the f- better part of an hour just incidentally talking about what's love got to do with it <laughs> and I, fucked up up.
3: for real but i think it was like almost 25 minutes before we even introduced the show
2: yeah yeah we were we were meandering on about our twitter handles karen and this is what happens Ah! um so talk about women get beaten how funny that shit is and i was surprised i I put the options for the poll as yes you know you laugh at tragic events no you don't laugh at tragic events in movies or i can't watch it you know because i know karen just walked out of the room when precious was on
3: oh no i couldn't do precious i could do what's love got to do with it
2: but I' know fuck precious, no, so uh the poll was ninety five percent of people said yes, which makes sense because they listen to this podcast, and if you can't laugh at tragedy, then you would not listen to this. We made no, no, a
3: you, lot of you jokes. You'd have turned us off a long time ago,
2: and no, it was five percent, and zero percent of people said they can't watch it, so nobody turns it off. they either uh can't laugh or they you know whatever so let's check the comments anthony animal thug tatum says i love laughing at violence awkward movement awkward moments and tragedies in movies i think it started with maybe purple rain watching prince get slapped up by his dad classic good one mm-hmm. clarence williams the third at his finest
3: yeah, yeah. cw3 doll
2: you got to know about cw3 man
3: and more Maybe th- i'm just like my father that's that's my jail right there <laughs> well,
2: uh, i think, he's talking, about the movie. I think oh. he's talking about the movie oh
3: my bad but um
2: bad.
3: <clears throat> but that's that that scene kind of plays in the video so my bad
2: okay uh, getting slapped by his dad cw3 at his finest and morris day asking how's the family slow showed it okay to laugh uh to laugh it out ha 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 yes uh nick the jew says there's such a long list of movies i was really emotional over the first time i watched them now they're hella funny to me what's love got to do with it is at the top of the list followed by forrest gump and the other sister just to name a couple i think my favorite line of what what's love got to do with it is when tina is in the hospital and ike is like bitch if you die i'll kill you or whatever Mm, he says yes lol shaking my head yeah like we, i came up with this emoticon uh talking to my friend at work and it's a smiley face and a sad face. And I call it hot oh. all. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of how I describe, that's kind of how I would describe these movies. Um, uh, in, <laughs> to me, like it's hot all, oh. like you laugh and then part of he's like, Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yes.
3: You know? And, uh, that's my favorite part of the movie. That right there where he says that, man, me and my cousins used to walk around looking at each other, but like, you better not down me. You better not down me. I kill you, so yeah. <laughs> so that goes to tell you how fucked up my sense of humor is.
2: Yeah, um, so yeah, y'all need to be up on Clarence Williams the Third just in case yes. y'all because he is know the already. shit. Yeah, woo! You want the shit? <laughs> the shit. I wonder if I can find that shit. I'm gonna look for that. Let's see, Clarence Williams the Third. What movie was that? Tales from the Hood. Yeah. Yes, it's it was. it got to be somewhere on uh on YouTube or something. Yes. Like, oh, he got hit upside the head. oh, <laughs> he was excited. Oh man, y'all niggas need oh. to get up on this. Yes. Anyway, um, uh let me leave that for now because it might take a while to find. I'm gonna play that on the show one of these days though. That nigga got hit upside the head. He was not even scared. He's like oh. Oh, you want the shit? <laughs> the shit? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think he was also a deep cover when he did that. You shot my brother. Ha <laughs> ha! I love that man. You shot my brother. All right, Cameron. <clears> oh <throat> cameron says yes after watching these those kind of movies enough i will laugh at them for example one of my favorites to laugh at is the green mile especially whenever the character wild bill comes in and when the character Dell is making fun of the guy percy and is like percy wetmore do a dance listen to him squishing in his pants <laughs> your hood lawyer says only if it's happening in a terrible movie i do have a heart motherfuckers Well, we don't. Well, first of all, I know you're a liar because Shirley Wong Esquire is a lawyer. So lawyers have no hearts. We all know this. (laughs) What is this? The practice? I know how y'all get down. That's right. Uh, the KC Stork says, I am sorry, but I could not help but laugh when I hit that high pitched bear roar during the rape scene. (laughs) Yes. Nigga with fucked up opinion crew had me dying on my train ride. I mean, they had to know that sound was going to make someone laugh. Dad says, do I ever laugh at horrible events in movies? Nigga! (laughs) I can't believe no one mentioned the color purple yet. Oh, man. Yes, that's my movie. Nigga. (laughs) You told Harpo to beat me. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Get her, Oprah. This is going to be classic. Mm Mm-hmm. I love Harpo, but I kill him dead. Yes, too much sir. too much fucked up shit to mention in that movie and don't even get me started on the book yeah and people know they ain't shit man because people would be like you know color purple is a classic and you watch it the first time and it's, it's sad as shit it's a sad fucked up tragic movie it is like the 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 the, the happiness of the movie is she got real old and left yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's nothing happy about that at all a best friend almost got raped like what the fuck how is this a good story um but when you go back and see it the like second time oh it's
3: classic Mm-hmm. especially with uh they in the the juke the juke joint mm-hmm. and uh that the skinny high yellow girl talking to oprah and she messing around and smack oprah and brother man closed that pin he cleaned, <laughs> he he closed shop down instantly and did was so funny he said i gotta go but he said it so low that unless you're really paying gotta attention go. you missed it he was like Pfft. Everybody
2: looked. He was like, oh, gotta go. Why isn't that a GIF? That's hilarious. Somebody need to step their GIF game up. Where are the GIFs from these classic movies? I love that. That's I my need favorite me a, part of I the movie. I need me a GIF of Eat the Cake. Yes. Eat the I, Cake, anybody. Eat the I Cake. Need, uh, I need <laughs> Fuck That Party Over. Yes. I need uh, Gotta Go. Gotta have that. Gotta, yes. gotta, gotta, gotta go. Um god damn man i need all this shit man yes because they are classics i'm looking for these after the show man say
3: that again <laughs> okay, if they the could,
2: if they could do uh kenan from saturday night live steve harvey eyes and they got to have this one say that again. yes <laughs> steve harvey eyes is perfect all right a soldier story yep mm-hmm the geechee's get getting that work uh how about the full metal jacket they fucked up Pri- Private Pile so much in that movie, but so much of it was hilarious. Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, are you quitting on me? Where are you? You quit? They quit? You slimy fucking walrus-looking piece of shit! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my of my obstacle! Get the fuck down off of my obstacle! Now move it! Or I'm going to rip your balls off so you cannot contaminate the rest of the world. I will motivate you, Private Pile, even if it's short dicks every cannibal on oh, the Congo. <laughs> yeah i don't think i seen that movie yeah, oh you yeah you seen it. you probably seen it okay. that, that dude is a uh, fucking icon for that role uh <laughs> but he also fucks with them republicans now so fuck him sergeant hartman was <laughs> a machine gun with those unscripted lines and there's the scene where they all pal in bed with the soap in their socks i know it led to do suicide but i won't but i won't let that down to ruin the comedy yeah he also killed the sergeant too um <clears throat> Uh p andre joseph says yes but i laugh at fucked up things that happen in real life i know it's so i do too sometimes but not as fucked up as what i seen in uh like but not as fucked up as like in a movie yeah like if someone was like if someone was talking to me and was like i was a victim of a horrible rape i wouldn't be like does it make a sound like i hate like no no i'm not a fucking asshole." uh but yeah some fictional shit in a movie that's fucked up and it's, yes. especially if it's dark and i will laugh sorry i don't know how to handle inappropriate emotions um <laughs> and ex left me because i could not stop laughing at the rape scenes in what's love it's like it's like he wanted his soul to burn to skeet deep in her but don't, but do you know how many times an ex cuts me out because something happened and I laughed? One time my ex finally got me to go to church with her and her pastor had a heart attack and fell off the stage. Oh, oh man. I've never seen someone have a heart attack so I can't vouch on how funny that is. Me either. I could not hold it in. That nigga said, God needs that 10% from you and then passed the fuck out. It wow, was, wow. I have a very loud Karen laugh. <laughs> Is that what that's we call it now? That's
3: not good. <laughs> so. Yes, that, that hearty belly laugh. Yes,
2: it could be uh, heard over the screens from the congregation.
3: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you could your hear everybody going. Oh, pastor! <laughs> right. Yes, they yell.
2: The church, the church folk, damn near kicked me out, and we broke I up. Know that they did. <laughs> we, we broke up that afternoon, heathen ass bitch. That's what he called his ex girlfriend um i just wanted so y'all was having sex it's always weird when you're having sex with somebody before marriage and they're like you should come to my church it's like it's not working so why <laughs> why do i need to go is <laughs> i you need to stop going actually is the problem
1: because
2: you're wasting your time my my i get it already <clears throat> all right so we also had some comments on the show randomly excessive says I was really struck by your point, Rod, that even if the problem of absentee fathers was only a problem in black communities, it would still be an American problem. You nailed it. Great, lively discussion. And I enjoyed Karen's passion. Thank you. I enjoyed Karen's thug passion, too. And yeah, that's what I feel is like uh I, I that's the problem I have with all that shit is people that go be an individual whenever they start talking about the black community and the black problems is it's back to being black. And
3: and something I thought about uh, today when I was uh, coming home from the Y, Mm -hmm. it's funny how when certain issues uh, happen in our country... And when it happens or it attacks people of color, it's their issue. Right. But when it uh, but, but but when it's a white people issue, it's an American issue. Right. Even when it comes to cancer and all that stuff, you know, sickle cell is very high in our community, but you never see people really pushing it, throwing billions of dollars of sickle cell. Right. You know I mean, maybe this is the way I see it. So, and it also makes you feel like I'm an American too, and my issues and my problems are also an American issue too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some some issues in our country cannot be fixed just by that race and it because it's a people issue too yeah. and it's like for some reason people want to draw the lines when it comes to certain things so they can disconnect themselves for having to feel obligated to help you mm-hmm. as a person because they feel like I'm gonna call this a black issue because I really don't want to get involved when right. really it's a people issue it's an American issue these are these are things that need to be addressed across the board and it's it's, it's not as cut and dry as people make it, and people, and see the thing is that if you have to admit it's American issue, you have to admit other shit too. You have to admit the slavery is real. You have to admit that there are a lot of uh, of things in our system that that they really do affect people of color across the board. But people are not really willing to to admit that because for some reason it'll make you have to examine yourself and when it comes to things like that you get into things that people are uncomfortable in our country We're talking about racism and race and things like that and that goes across the board not only for white people for black people too and, and these are things that actually need to be talked about and discussed in our country but nobody really wants to talk about and discuss it because it will cause everybody a people of all colors creed religions and background to look at themselves and go what the fuck is wrong with me why why can't i look at this from a people's perspective
2: right is that yeah i agree i can't even add anything to that that's that's perfect um classic mccheese says funny that adam carolla would be the one to bring up absentee fathers being a problem given how much he complained about his messed up how messed up his own family has been and how that affected his upbringing it could be part of his act, but he constantly noted that his father was there, but not there. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, one of the reasons that he brings it up is, um, he feels like he's been put upon and like his childhood was so fucked up and he was not supposed to make it. He's a guy that didn't go to college, work construction, you know, but through the grace of his own talent and hard work, he made it in the game. You know, that's the way that he sees it. So that's one of the reasons that he feels comfortable bringing up other people's struggles because he's like, um, and, and this is going to sound weird to some people, but this, this is how, how it is. Um, I think, to some extent like it is it, obviously it's his privilege but everybody speaks from their position right mm-hmm. it's it's he does believe in people to an extent and maybe to to a flaw like you can overcome anything people that work hard will get what they deserve people that do that and they just believe you know and um that that's why like to him he he feels like that's what he owes making it to you know what i mean so uh he feels like that about every person yeah. But like I said, when he's talking about problems for certain cultures and, and stuff, it becomes, well, why do they do this? This is their problem. Why don't they fix that? And it's not a, this is an American problem. This is an issue. This is something we all need to look at. It's just, you know, it's kind of dismissive.
3: Yeah, and, and, and it is. And also, I think, too, that to an extent... uh our culture as a black culture has, to an extent, separated ourselves, too. And that's something that people don't talk about either. Like you said before, this is our problem. This is our issue. Get it. beat out, Beat it. Run. Right. When you, you, we can't be like that. This is not our issue. This is an American issue. And to an extent, I think that that caused a lot of the separation in our country when it comes to it because we just feel like kick everybody out. But at the same time, it can't be solved by just us because the issues didn't happen by just us.
2: Yep. Uh, he also goes on to say, I've listened to Corolla for years now. He is, a, he is as much in my ears as your podcast. Just as I do with y'all, the times I disagree with him, I just chalk it up to comedy. Enjoyed the discussion y'all had about it. Woo sock, Harry. Much love, the blackout <laughs> tips. Um, yeah, and, uh, you can chalk it up to comedy if you want, but it's not all just jokes. Sometimes you just.
3: Oh no, he, he be serious. I'm talking about us too. Oh, Sometimes yeah. you just
2: disagree. Yeah, we do. It's absolutely fine. You don't yes, need to, is. uh, you know you don't you don't have to feel bad you don't have to yeah, do anything it's, and it's
3: okay if you disagree with us we don't yeah. expect you if you agree with us all the time something be wrong with you
2: yeah and, and and you know you can chalk it up to comedy if you want i'm just saying but it's not always a joke it's mm-hmm. okay to listen to people you disagree with i do it all the time yes sir um dad says put them niggas on the on the on from snow on the bluff Put them niggas from Snow on the Bluff, which I guess is a movie I've never seen. Yes. On Sons of Anarchy. It'll be totally different. It'll be a totally different show. And oh, yeah, this episode was funny as fuck. This was a good, really good episode. Thanks, Dad. We Thank you, sweetie. It. And uh the last episode for the week was Thursday's episode, uh, which was Loopy Fiasco, mm-hmm. episode 359. The poll for the show was the guy who wrote the Game Changer blog post the one that was about uh you know needing a woman and debating and mm-hmm. all this shit uh about when he was gonna be ready and i we've had a simple question was he just waiting to find mrs Wright, or just making excuses and a hundred percent of people said just making excuses <laughs> that was a hundred percent Wow! 100. that was like, you know what? Mm, nah. mm. Uh, all right. So the comment for the show uh, for this poll was from Dad. It says the whole ideal of the one is ho- horrible and debilitating. If I don't make this work, that's it. It's over for me. No one wants to be alone because the world makes you feel like you're a loser if you are not in a relationship. Yes, they do. You see plenty of people in a merry-go-round of relationships chasing mates that they don't have. So they don 't have to focus on themselves, true, and oh yeah, I thought about this advice my older cousin gave me thats still that still I forget from time to time about paying attention, spending time with and understanding the person you 're with at 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 the time. He tells me about these young girls who get married and then say, "Man, suddenly my wife just uh, oh young guys i 'm sorry, young guys who get married and say, "Man, suddenly my wife just changed on me she 's crazy she didn 't go quote unquote crazy, the crazy." was there the whole time you just chose to ignore it on yeah. the honeymoon stage Say that again when you were fucking all the time and didn't want to mess that up by bringing it up something like that uh yeah i think that happens a lot to men and women where men and women that's right yeah you see a bunch of uh signs of shit that actually is signs that you're not compatible
3: yep and chili grape has all that shit because yeah. you're like hey we having sex
2: yeah and, and i mean i would go so far as to say it's not always just the sex it's the euphoria there's a lot of people that get married without even having sex true you know like and it's just it's like euphoria of being around this person and how much you like yes
3: them and, and it's back to people are in love with the fact of being in love yeah and really nothing's because in your
2: head like that's half of the issue is like in people's heads there's all this other extraneous shit that they want to do mm-hmm. when they get a person and it's really they kind of skip over the person part it's like yes they do oh i would love to go on a double day. oh i would love to take this person I, I would love to have a person i can have meet my family oh i would love to have a person i can go on vacations with oh i would love to have and it's like yeah you would love to have this but you can't just turn everyone into that person no you can't, and you can't just turn anyone into that person no you, know? you can't but uh yeah so definitely um you know I, I felt like the dude there was kind of hemming and hawing around a lot of shit to be honest but mm-hmm. um you know still uh, uh, good read y'all go check it out feministjones.com um and uh i think it was gentleman's corner so yes. go check it out man uh leave a comment let them know what you think um so uh comments on the episode we had a, a article about a dude that was fucking a uh donkey and got caught <laughs> Isaiah yes, said, we did, Isaiah's so. comment is, I guess the guy who fucked the donkey was an ass man.
3: Ah, yes, he was. Wow. Yes. He fucked the ass on that ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ass on ass. Yes. Um michelle b says i seriously thought you were gonna say because uh someone wrote a review of the show and they were you know it was a little kind of but then they later apologized yes they did thank you sweetie and karen accepted the apology i sure did and it seemed like a genuine apology Mm -hmm. unlike some people i won't say their names um it says i seriously thought you were gonna say just say nigga three times and me and karen will appear lol because uh i was saying she's uncomfortable with the word nigga and i was like don't be uh go in the bathroom and say nigga a bunch and uh you know we'll see what happens yes all right um we also had a bunch of fucking messages man jesus christ i hope these shits are less than three minutes because i'm skipping 16 messages in 48 hours really people i'm skipping everything over three minutes i'm giving fucking three minutes and one second you got about two minutes you got you got 30 seconds to be funny i'm skipping five here's a five minute message started off with a five minute message what is wrong with y'all?
1: <laughs> I hate y'all
2: niggas. I hate y'all. Skipping that one. Next.
1: This is
4: Miss Principal. I'm like, okay, let me stop whispering in case this, this this doesn't go through. But I was whispering because I had any epiphany. and I felt like it's like if I talk too loudly it'll like go away. But I think I've got I still I still got my Tiffany going on. I was sipping on some banana liquor bingy and some like almond milk. I know it sounds nasty but that's you know, that's what I had going on for me. so I was sipping on that listening to um to the Thursday show and I'm like I figured it out. I figured out why Lupe is so but her over Obama. Well mm-hmm. that's what I think happened. Um Obama was like, you know, the community organizing and stuff, and Lupe's hood when Lupe was, like, a little boy back in the 80s. Lupe loved himself from Obama back in the 80s when he was all community organizing and whatnot. But, or 90s, I would say. But Obama was like, Lupe, I can't be your dad. And Lupe was like, why, Obama? I want you to be my dad, Lupe. And Obama was like, no, Lupe, you can't be my son. You have a mom. You got to go home see your mom. And then, so Lupe's been butthurt ever since, you know. Travis and um and um, Frederick Douglass Jr. <laughs> Sorry, I'm um, Travis and Frederick Douglass Jr. What's his name? Cornell West. They were butthurt because they didn't get in the invite to the White House, and Lupe is butthurt because oh, he wanted Obama to be his dad, but Obama was like, "No, nah, Lupe, I can't be your dad." So I figured it out. And shout out to Rolanda
2: and have a nice day right. you too miss you, sweetie that would make sense too because uh he did have that song he say she say well uh he was rapping about uh how a kid wanted someone to be their father so mm. could mm. she be on to something possibility all right next voicemail
4: Hi, Ryder, and this is Ms. Crystal, again. I'm I'm calling that because my battery was running more on my cell phone, and my signal was all jacked up. But I wanted to make it clear what my hypothesis was. Lupe is butthurt because Lupe Lupe looked up to Obama back in the '90s when Obama was community organizing and whatnot in Chicago. Lupe was like, "Take me home, Obama, take me home," and Obama was like, "No, we got to go home see mom, little nigga." <laughs> and so, Damn. ever since then, like, i like, but are you like Obama supposed to be my daddy, but he's not, so I'm not gonna vote for him. Blah blah blah, wine, 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 you know. Matter of fact, Lupe should, like, you know, go on tour with, like, um, Colonel, Colonel West, no, Colonel West and
2: uh, and, uh
4: Chat- yeah, so he needs to go on tour with them. <laughs> they could call themselves <laughs> But Hurt twenty twelve. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so he needs to go on tour with Cornell West and um um Travis Smiley and just be, you know, but hurt twenty twelve. And um I think I think that made myself pretty clear and I'll talk to you guys later. Alright. All
2: right. Yeah, um I do think that um I will I will say this about Lupe. Um first of all that's a beautiful theory but uh, i i really think he just has always had a problem with uh the american government and war and all that stuff so he's like i don't think it's an obama specific thing what i think happened was he found out when he put that line um in words i never said that uh if you talk about obama the hip hop crowd the will get mad the media crowd will pay attention and he stumbled onto something and his latest criticisms haven't even really been about obama i think he backed kind of off of specifically obama because he knew that that shit was an issue you know what i mean so he was like okay i'm not trying to fuck up my momentum and lose sales and lose interest but what i am trying to do is keep uh bringing up you know anti-voting shit and things that make people get mad so all right um Let's see what the next voicemail is.
5: Hey, what's going on, Rob? What's going on, Karen? It's your boy Abe. I just finished listening to that shit with Negro Fiasco, and I got to speak on it. it the problem is, is that this motherfucker has really grown up in, like, a red state like Georgia, and you can really understand the influence that Republican policy has on the minority. I mean... Um, the shit that you're dealing with in Chicago doesn't happen in Georgia because the teacher unions in Georgia is bullshit. Um, the vote, the early vote, has been taken off the weekend um, in Georgia because most black people, both black people tend to vote on the weekends. The sad thing about it is, is that um, every side of the Democrat, uh, every side of the election has two sides. You know, Republican got the crazy Tea Party, and we got the following left from our side the problem is is that once you get so far left you stop voting and that defeats the purpose of even arguing any kind of point so my thing is and i'm kind of on that neogenic shit if you don't vote and you're proud of that shit we should take your ass and put you in the island somewhere and just let you see how it feels to not have rights you know, if uh, a woman says that, you know, I'm not going to vote and I don't see no differences between the candidates, uh, yeah, let's make you subservient to a man. for Lupe Fiasco, let's give this nigga uh, some cotton to pick or take away his rights or um, disenfranchise him from America. Then you'll understand that though America's not a perfect place, we still have the right to exercise some freedoms. And, yeah, it's a fucked up system. And, yeah, you have to make yourself known, to um to to have some kind of point in this political universe that we live in, but fuck it, that's the way it is. If you want some shit done, you bust the beat, you sign the petitions, and make yourself known. It's it's the only way to weed out bullshit from people who really want to get shit done. Um, every time, I, I mean, you know. I can't, even, I'm really kind of heated up on the whole thing, but I ain't gonna take too much time on your answering service and shit, <laughs> uh, as always, man, enjoy the show, and keep doing what you're doing, nigga, and, uh, your birthday's coming up, um, around this time, and I just want to say happy birthday to a fellow Libra, all right, bye.
2: Oh, man, thank you, Birthday is actually tomorrow, yes, so, sir. appreciate the well wishes, man, um, and yeah, I, I do think that it's part of it is that Lupe hasn't really, like I, like I was telling somebody uh at work, I've never voted for anything or anyone in my life. Um, Even Obama. I have always voted against something. Like that's True. my, that's how True. I feel about things. It's like, you know, he, I don't go in and say, oh, I love Obama so much. I go, oh, no, 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 not John McCain. Nope. Uh, yep. <laughs> not Sarah Palin. Absolutely not, not my fucking country. That's how I vote. And, you know, people get on the, um, you know, on, on the Republicans for this because, um, you know, that's how they really campaign against Obama. But in my mind, that's how shit works for me is, You know, Mitt Mitt Romney keeps fucking up. I'm like, I cannot have this motherfucker running my country. That's it. No,
3: uh, yeah, I can't have you saying silly shit and everybody in the country, everybody in the world basically angry at America because you out, you out being froggy in public. Come on, dog.
2: Yeah. So that's how I vote. Uh, you know, even locally, all that stuff. Um, when it came to the arena, I wasn't voting for a new arena. Let's go spend some money. So we got, I was voting on not wanting the Hornets to leave. Me too. You know, like, that's the kind of way I vote. So, um, that um you know, and Lupe, I don't think he cares or maybe, like I said, he's found a way to get attention off of saying, oh, there's no difference. I don't care. It's no big deal. Um, th- None of this is helping. Like, okay, you you found a way to get some attention out of it. Uh, so. Before
3: you move on, I agree with uh everything that Abe was saying because I've realized that when you talk to people, a lot of times it does have to – their opinion about – racism and race does have a lot to do with where they were raised in the country and and their perspective on how they view it has a lot to do with that too because when you're down south a lot of how you view about it is very different than somebody that was from the north that way and it's some things that are cross the board races don't get me wrong but your, your view and your perspective i think is different and I think a lot of times people just try to tell people, y'all from down south, y'all ignorant and stupid, dumb black people anyway, and they would just want to dismiss a lot of southerners, uh, issues. Mm. But they are very, very valid issues that if they, if you don't address them, they, they, these fucked up flaws will, will cross the country, and before you know it, you'll be having the same issues we're having down here too, but everybody want to dismiss it because what, they think that's issues? just a south problem. What like, issues? like he was, uh, addressing about, you know, um, t- 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 about uh, you know having your rights Taken and all that stuff mm-hmm. too And a lot of it is slowly sweeping across the country With voter suppression and all this stuff When a lot of that stuff started down south right. And it's just slowly sweeping across The country mm-hmm. and now everybody's Getting angry and mad when a lot of people Down south were complaining about this Months and years ago but nobody Really cared across the country until It starts going up north out west And all these other places And they're like hey y'all can't do that here Well then when it happens down south people like i said people just have tended to, to, to just dismiss a lot of issues
2: well um one you're absolutely right about that but then two i really think he doesn't care
3: true that's true too like, yeah, i just yeah. don't think mm-hmm, that's like true. i
2: think people keep coming up with these reasons for lupe fiasco i'm sure he gets hit with a million of them on twitter uh, every day he does not give a fuck nope. like his and goal I, his goal isn't him. yeah his goal isn't to solve anything it's just to tell y'all not to vote and not to give a fuck so you can't Argue with that, cause you can't reason with something that you know, that that unreasonable. True. All right, next voicemail.
6: Yeah, what's up, Blackout hoop Tips Nation? This is your boy Corey from Memphis, A.K.A. Detective. Uh, so I was listening to the news and, or well, not really the news, but just really watching Twitter. Did Mitt Romney really call Mexicans taco jockeys? Y'all need to check the chat room
2: because I think that nigga is playing the race with y'all. That is some
3: finely stewed racism. All right, y'all holla. No
2: way. Is, is, that, is that true? I hope not. Come on, dog. Yeah, I I don't know, dog. I, I just put uh <laughs> he got to be fucking with us. There's no fucking way that shit would have ended the the entire um that that would have ended everything. Maybe Twitter just made something up or something. I, I don't know uh i don't know i I don't know i I about to say them them google links is popping up there son but these aren't you know what these aren't links to um okay i don't see these as links to like actual um
3: like official yeah i see i see what you're saying yeah
2: yeah um but Uh. i don't know man I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I see. I'm I don't matches. see like the CNN, but I see yeah, a lot but if of. Yeah, I said we see the
3: CNN. We might Mitt go, hey. Romney calls
2: Mexicans <laughs> taco jockeys. <laughs>
3: Me too. I well. just don't see
2: it from MSNBC, NBC. CNN, Fox News. Maybe they're cowards and they don't want to cover it. Uh, maybe so. I don't know, man. That that sounds like uh the time that uh, your boy said black people, and uh yep,
3: <laughs> and try to. I don't want to help
2: black yeah. people. Mm-hmm. No, That's mm-hmm. a new race yes. I just made up. No, no. On the fly. Alright, um, so we have another voicemail. Um, and uh this looks like more like a series of voicemails, so get ready. Oh yeah. You know what this means. Boy.
7: <laughs> boy, see this <that, clears throat> this is why I tell. See people? All the people out there listening, all the critics, everybody who got something to say, listen to the damn show. For Rod Care. You know, I was hearing this lady's initial review of your show. Do you know how close she came to me calling the show? You know what I'm going to introduce her to. All 14 of them, right? Okay. All right, all right, okay. But she wise up, and she did the smart thing, and she did what, what she really supposed to do. She listened, okay? Now she sees the arrow her way, so far all my concern, good for her and good for y'all. All right? Talk to y'all later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> she said, that's why to listen to the show. She almost caught the dicks, Karen. Yes, and it does pay to listen to the show. A lot of times people ask us questions, you be like, Hey, did you listen to the show? No, well then no we can't talk.
2: Yeah. She almost caught the dicks. Alright, next one.
7: Hey Rod, hey Karen. Hey. Was that was that shit you read from that gentleman what's his name? Garfield. Was that shit real?
2: That was real. Really? Yes,
7: he really wrote that shit. He yes, that shit. I just not finished laughing. <laughs> no, I guess I haven't finished laughing at that shit. <laughs> uh, what's tell brother? Uh, calm the fuck down, bro. You know, loosen up, bro. Uh, your ass just ain't ready to settle down yet. It ain't nothing hard about it. You, you, you sitting here, oh my God, just doing all of this this self analysis and shit, and just oh my God, what the fuck, bro? you just ain't ready to settle down with. And Okay, when y'all, you you, you settle down. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, I don't want to know, dude. I mean, do you think that, you know, when you found that perfect woman, you supposed to come in <laughs> butt naked on a horse and shit, and, and just sweep her up off of her feet and take her back to your castle and make beautiful love and just make beautiful long hair babies and shit. And, really? Did it, yeah? Do you think that's what love is? Do you think that's how i supposed to be with you? Let me tell you something about Rod and Karen that you don't know, okay? Every Saturday night, okay, Rod and Karen go out. After Karen puts on her high heel shoes and her little miniskirt that come right just past her coochie, okay, with her bar on, and they go out on the dark side of town, okay, and then she gets out of the truck, and Rod waits in the car, Karen drives away in some other car, comes back in about 10 or 20 minutes, okay, gets in the car, okay, and then Rod always winds up beating her, okay, because ah! She's always $20 short for some fucking reason, okay? (laughs) For some reason, Karen don't never have a motherfucking money right. She always be $20 short. But you know what? They happy. They happy. (laughs) It's one for them. They've been 10 years doing this shit, man. You know? And then he comes home and butt fucks her. You know? You know? know, know. But my point is, hey, you know, hey, you when you're ready, it's going to happen, bruh. Chill the fuck out. And don't ever write no more that bullshit. Don't
3: <laughs> if I hear it, I'm straight laughing at your ass. God
2: damn it. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. How, <laughs> how does she know? Mm-hmm. That's a, I need how count. How does she know? I d- need to quit tween- cheating uh, you out from 20, son. Yeah, I guess that's what Larry was right. We share too much. And <laughs> too now much. everybody knows what we do. <laughs> everybody. All right, next voicemail.
7: I mean, goddamn, man! I mean, don't y'all have some more fucking show to do? Ain't y'all gonna read some more articles and shit? Well, how long the fucking long you gonna play Love Doctor, man? Fuck that nigga! Damn that! Keep it moving, now! Shit!
2: She was mad. <laughs> yes, she was. She was hot. Hey, we had to talk, chills. You know, it's a talk show. We're trying to do some talking. Sorry.
7: Really? So, so. So now we we we, we adding doors and we we putting doors on the motherfucking house. That's 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 what we mm-hmm. doing now. Huh? Putting doors on so the house. Y'all isn't gonna read no articles. We ain't gonna mm-hmm. do none of that shit, huh? We nope. We gonna talk about this shit for the rest of the goddamn show, the huh? The whole show. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I live in a fucking TT, All right. So <laughs> explain that as it relates to being in a relationship, huh? <laughs> ain't no goddamn doors on my motherfucking house. Huh? All right. Yeah. No problem. Oh look at here, you
6: motherfucking
2: moochers, y'all. Y'all talk too goddamn much, man. What the fuck, man? Shit. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> she always into with that peace though. She be mad. She be like, fuck y'all. Go to hell. Peace out. Peace out. Um, you know what though? Uh, if you live in a teepee, uh, chill. I'm gonna tell you what that means. That means that you're leaving it open for the white man to come in and completely kill and. Torture your people, and I hope not. Credit. So, move into a house, nigga. Move into a house. <laughs> Next voicemail.
7: Okay, so so now we riding bikes, now, huh? Yeah, riding bikes. It, we, we riding bikes now, mm-hmm. huh? First we were building motherfucking doors for the house. Okay, now we peddling this shit. We we ride bikes and peddling, huh? Yeah, yeah. Last I Wish y'all would pedal y'all ass ah! on past this shit and get to the rest of the goddamn show. <laughs> You know what? Fuck y'all motherfuckers,
2: man. I'll talk to y'all
1: motherfuckers
2: tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, tomorrow's show is all about relationships, chill, so I hope, uh, you're okay with that. Uh, let's check the next voicemail.
7: Man, fuck Chick-fil-A. And fuck them gay people, man. These <laughs> chickens out here dying on these Chicago streets. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What about the chicken's dignity? Huh? Huh? They don't even care about the humanity of them damn chickens, man. Our ancestors were forced to kill and fry chickens for the white man. If their skin wasn't crispy. Don't you care? Doesn't anybody care?
1: I think she looked like I think she looked like Fiasco
0: Chipotle.
3: What about
2: the chickens? What about
3: the chickens? What about
2: the humanity of the chickens? Karen? What about them? Duh,
3: crispy skin. What about it? <laughs> crispy chicken, seasoned right with lara seasoned salt.
0: What about the chickens?
7: What
3: about the chickens?
7: Uh, <laughs> Did you use hot sauce first? Hey, hey, hey! First of all, fuck y'all and fuck y'all mamas. Don't let all that Florida talk, man. See, wh- why the fuck? See, we only gotta talk that shit about Florida. Uh, why the fuck y'all talk about what your all bum ass state trying to do, huh? Gonna send letters of thirty thousand people telling them they dead and all this bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we know what time it is up here huh why you talk so much shit about us what y'all mad because y'all ain't part of the iron triangle uh-huh. <laughs> is that what it's called uh, remember if it wasn't for a waiter that worked in florida okay mm-hmm. and took his camera out and got the filming shit, y'all would have never known what mid Romney think about you black people man <laughs> you never know that shit. Uh, i myself am not black me either. Uh-huh. I am a white person who has the opposite of Villalago. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Think about it. That's, that's all that is and shit. And never, you know what I'm saying, in the history of whiteness, has there ever been a white person that's been able to say the word nigga as much as I have and get away with it. <laughs> Keep talking that shit. Get your motherfucking asses. Uh-huh. Anyway, same why I called. Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, um, if I don't talk to y'all tomorrow, y'all have a good show. As always, y'all the shit. Always y'all the shit. Uh-huh. I'm mad right you I'm mad at y'all right now, so I don't feel like leaving y'all no compliments. <laughs> anyway, like I'm saying, uh, I will be entertaining in the morning. So if I call you.
2: Oh, Britt called and cut chill off. No, Britt, I'll let you know when we take the calls. I know it's so. What are you doing? Now you done cut off chill call, man. Chill. That is terrible. All right, man. Uh, she had one more voicemail because we was almost done with that one. So, I mean, we can't. Huh. Britt, what are you doing? You cut off chill's voicemail, man.
6: Man, the show don't went black, man. I don't see nothing. You might just be on I'm just calling
2: to make sure that Oh, we on? refresh your computer. It's you, oh, dog oh, you know It's yeah. you. Yeah, somebody else was yeah, saying they don't were know. having that issue. Yeah, refresh your computer, dog. I, there's nothing we could do mid show about it. Like, it's not us. Oh okay. I I was just making
6: sure, man cause yeah, I was just making sure it was me and it wasn't y'all.
2: Yeah, man, y'all hate that refresh, dog. I'm
6: so sorry for interrupting Jill's voicemail. I can't see <laughs> shit on my computer right now, and I'm pissed off about it. No, nope. this, this Vocal app has been messing up on me for the last month, man. I just I'm I, I'm tired of Vocal, and I'll be recommending Vocal for other podcasters. And now I well every time I want to look at the black guy with tips, shit don't want to act right.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know, know, man. And you
6: know I'm pissed off because I don't be cussing like this.
2: Yeah. This is, this different for uh,
6: you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I want, in fact, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm gonna call back at my normal time in 15 minutes. Alright. Cool, man. Alright, thanks.
2: Peace. Um, alright, man. So, let's see. We were playing chills voicemail. Voicemails. Um, and I'm not gonna start that one over. It was almost done and, um. You know, and if I, yeah, it, it, I don't need. It, you can't like pause and go back. So. I wish you could. I don't know why.
7: And another goddamn thing: if the president should happen to win, because of that videotape that was taped here by that waiter in that city in this state, and all y'all motherfuckers can bow down and suck our peninsula.
2: <laughs> good day, <good, laughs> sir. <laughs> I'ma learn i I'm am I'ma learn not to drink during Chill's call. I'ma learn not to drink during Chill's call. God damn. I'ma spit shit all on my fucking on my shorts. Shit. God damn. Oh, but, this is why we love her. Uh chill, chill is the greatest, man. God damn, she's the greatest. Alright, next uh voicemail. Oh, this is uh, Raj Wynn,
6: aka the KC Storch. Man, goddamn, y'all, between you and your boy, Brandon, on oh my back, hello, Rod and Karen, but between <laughs> you and your boy, Brad, over there, where's my 40? Y'all get me kicked out of medicine school, man. I'm sitting up here trying to do, it's a little side thing to listen to the podcast while I'm doing my little hands-on training, and you hit me with the, the, uh, the H-Town, with the <laughs> So I'm trying to put an enema in, the dummy. And I just worked the fluid everywhere, but never mind that. And listen to your boy Brandon over there, where's my 40? And he's doing the same thing as far as with DMX and the Angels. And Deidre over there just put the Angels on while we, uh, do the voicemail. <laughs> like, like I said, love the show. Great show. The transitions are great. Uh, the, the I Turner, uh, What's the what love got to do with it? The rape scene <laughs> sound like a Grizzly Bear. <laughs> I mean, whatever. And then going into some, you know, to some social, some social commentary. Like I said, always a great show. How you go from the, the jokes to some serious, back to the jokes, and always keeps it flowing. Beautiful show. Love you guys. And once again, thanks for keeping me saying I'm going to nursing school. Oh. Casey, story.
3: Keys. And yeah, I, y'all need to get on West my forty acres, cause uh, DJ and the Angels. <laughs> yeah,
2: they that's some classic. fools, man. Yes, um, they are. But yeah, thank you to KC Stork, uh, and uh, we appreciate you listening, man. And yeah, <clears throat> that's the whole thing for the show, man. We try to we talk about it, try to be funny, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I and we appreciate the people that that get it and don't you know try to make us be one thing or the other. Just let us do our thing.
3: Yes.
2: Next voicemail.
5: Hey, what's going on, man? I, I know I left a previous message, but I got to speak on something else. I heard y'all talk about the whole Michelle Obama Beyonce thing. I'm going to put my two cents in. mm mm-hmm. um, Maybe it's the fact that Michelle Obama can't sing. Maybe she can never get her weed right. <laughs> or maybe she just want to be a superstar. It doesn't necessarily <clears throat> have any reflection on her <clears throat> station as the First Lady of the United States. Nope. Exactly. Maybe she just want to be, I me, mean, a glamorous, most talented, young, African-American singer. Yep. Maybe yep. that could be it. I mean, I want to be Mr. Marcus, but I don't want to give nobody syphilis. It's just not, I don't <laughs> want to be a cat. Does that make, does, does that overshadow the compliment I made in my life? No, this is not. The question is, is, um, who is your role model. No, the question is, who would you like to fucking be? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people I would like to be because they have aspects that I would like to have experience. I want to be Hugh Hesman for a day. The fact that I can just walk around my mansion and not wear pants, is exhilarating to me. <laughs> I want to be Shaq. just to see how to be that tall.
2: Was that, was that, was that
7: Hello. oh! <laughs> I'm about to say, did we lose him?
2: <laughs> I was like, what? Well, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's like he knew he was gonna be waiting. All right, yeah, I agree, man. I don't think the yeah. We talked about it. We talked about it. Next question, now. Huh? Hey, yo! This is probably the I've been
6: listening to at last with my forty agency. Oh, what's up? why well, I can't black hole too. Y'all know that niggas is linking chairs in Texas, dog? Mention what? Remember in the RNC, when Clint Eastwood was battle rapping that empty chair dog? Clint okay, Eastwood was all, you gonna get
5: this work? <laughs> no, no, just a, Obama just another lost nigga. He was just another lost nigga. <laughs> this, this nigga in Texas got a
6: uh, uh, folding chair hanging from his branch on his front lawn.
5: Somebody had to look at this shit and go, what the fuck is he oh. Mm-hmm. He was just another little nigga. <laughs> you can't be though. Just another little
6: nigga. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said about Fox. <clears throat> uh, if you, you you bitching about some shit and you ain't voting, it's just, George Carlin had a whole stand-up on, you know, no, if you vote and something happens, you can't bitch. Uh, 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 uh you sound like you made some good points, but I'm, I'm, fuck cool. this. Chick fil A is uh, is no longer this place, asshole place, or, or... <laughs> I just think I can wait. <laughs> I'm still not <naive>. eating <laughs> I It wasn't because of the gay shit. I just don't like chicken. You can like the shit. I don't want the shit. Uh, let me, hold
2: all right um thank you for calling in and um actually like right after that we we aired that show Mm -hmm. um somebody else was saying that that uh the the ceo dan Mm kathy was tweeting something about how they're still going to support the family or something weird like that so um i'm not i'm not really true i'm not sure what's true right now me you know it's like some people are saying that it is going to change it some people are saying it's not true and uh they're not going to change it and it sounds like they're kind of trying to get uh their cake and eat it too to some extent um because you know because they're being it's
3: it's, it's like we're not gonna get no money but we still gonna stand up for what we believe in
2: yeah and i have no idea what's the truth at this point it's it's kind of weird but yeah you like politics with your chicken keep going there i just i don't honestly i just don't and i haven't been since i said i wasn't gonna go on it's just it, it like it doesn't even cross my mind it's just like i i just don't get i don't care enough to be involved in either what either you know uh supporting you or uh um uh or, or, or just uh supporting your your right to say what you want to say like at this point it's just like you know what just shut the fuck up i don't want to be involved with you you know either end the shit and walk away and shut the fuck up or don't but i don't want any political stance with my fucking food honestly i just like to eat um all right so that's all the voicemails we have uh some emails to get into and then we'll get out of here uh tomorrow show is at 10 a.m and yep yep i know larian will be on the show as a guest hollywood uh Larian will be here for sure. And uh I'm working on somebody else and I'll I'll let you guys know as soon as I know. Um <clears throat> book recommendation from Chris Doyle. Or I guess Chris. My bad, Chris. I didn't even say your last name. Uh Rod and Karen. Aloha from the eight oh eight state. I've been listening to a lot of the older podcasts mixed in with the new and I am impressed with the diverse mix of movies you guys watch. I was wondering if you read a lot. No, we don't. <laughs> if you were wondering, now you know. If so, well, I guess I can stop reading this. Um, <laughs> I have a great book recommendation. Standing at the Scratch Line by Guy Johnson. He's Maya Angelou's son, but don't let that scare you away. It, like, what? How, why would that scare me? <laughs> because because when you open
3: up the book, it'll be in her voice. He don't want yeah, to be scared. I guess when, so. He don't wants to read any hip poems.
2: Speaking of Maya Angelou, man, David Allen Greer, uh, Maya Angelou impression. It is the best. Mwah. Yes, um, it is. As for movie recommendations, have you checked out Once We Were, Once Were War Warriors? Once Were Warriors? It's an older film from New Zealand, but it's a good movie. No, I have not seen it. Mm-mm. Start from the beginning, starting from the beginning and catching up on the shows during the workday, always knocking out the latest one first before going back to earlier episodes. Also checking out Chonilla, The Dark Hater, Where's My 40 Acres? Uh, the Left right, and Left, Right and Center mm-hmm. Was already a big fan of Bomani Jones so I'm good on that one Stay up people, keep up the great work Yeah I, I used to listen to Left, Right and Center too Until I realized that they just More civilized having the same Obstinate talking points that Everybody they else They do be so
3: civil don't they Yeah, And, but and, and it's, it's funny when they hear one of them raise their voice It's like oh
2: Yeah but they still get stuck on the same Obstinate talking points of every political commenta- yes, they do. Uh, commentary. Commentary thing so i i just it's not um it's, it's it's rare it's it's i i once i realized that i had to stop listening so i got to, i'm not learning anything and i'm not actually being informed by either side and yeah it's just the same shit you hear on fox news but less yelling and it's like you true know what? i'm not it's like the civilized discussion of obama is he even an american you know it's like fuck it <laughs> um uh Yusuf right saying, Hey, I'm crazy late and behind and I don't know if anyone said anything yet. But in the YouTube club club in the YouTube clip with the Asian attacking the comedian, the joke is that he's an Asian motivational speaker. The tagline is come to my seminar because not because I'm a samurai. Uh it is ratchet that you thought he was saying samurai though. Um yeah yeah i've I've seen the uh the you the family Guy episode picking on it I've seen that clip um and i I don't know if he was trying to say come to my seminar he was fucking it up it's really bad terrible job too that is not a reference that everyone would get no it's not so um that's pretty bad and then also he's still being racist and got his ass punched so you know even if it was come to my seminar, he still was being racist so um, I was wondering where he would have pushed his tagline uh, if he had not been punched. Yeah, see, uh, I don't think there was – first of all, he's terrible. I don't think there was another part of the joke to it. Second of all, it might have all been a hoax because I saw he was on Twitter promoting that video constantly. Like, oh, yeah, look, look, I got punched, and it might have been a setup anyway. So True. Uh, you know multiple where do you see multiple people filming a stand-up uh, in a in a bar that small with you know it, it just seems weird like he like he knew something was gonna happen anyway you know once he started doing the white guy roll and singing me so horny like two live crew come to my seminar ah. yeah there was no joke after that mm-hmm. there was no setup or punchline Mm-mm. i thought white fat guys were supposed to be funny always like the gambino song says uh like the gambino song y'all like we start laughing and shit and i'm back in this bitch etc um where can i find that song anyway i don't know i'm not even sure which song you gotta give me a longer clip than that mm-hmm. we laughing the shit and i'm back in this bitch i don't know that uh, i don't i'm not i don't remember uh any again sorry for the lateness ps stitcher needs to fix their app don't know what's wrong with stitcher it was working for us but I don't know Karen, something wrong with stitcher on your end. Or? It
3: goes in and out. I think stitcher trying to get themselves together too. Okay. And that periodically you go on and you get that little thing talking about stitcher be back later. No, be back now.
2: Yeah, oh, we got a call. Um yo, you on with the blackout test. What's up? Good morning, Rod and Karen.
6: This is Greg of World
2: Peace. What up, Greg? Hey, sweetie. Hey, um uh that song that guy was just talking
6: about is uh eat your vegetables.
2: Oh, is that what he's talking about? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Each of vegetables. Um, yeah, it didn't make the album or it didn't make royalty, but uh yeah, the Trayvon song, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
6: Um a couple things like I uh y'all were talking about what I, I do with it. I don't know how many voice shows y'all got about it. I was just able to get the vocal. Mm-hmm. Um but uh one of my favorite my favorite line from it is when um when uh I uh fine Tina outside like rehearsal and stuff
7: but he gets her
6: into the car he's trying to talk to her he says uh, I gave up that narcotic yes but
2: every time I hear it, is, I'm like well which one yes he probably was he said he said <laughs> that with the hard D too like that narcotic me and my brother used to say that shit too all the time man oh yeah dog you bringing back memories but yeah that is that is one of the more slept on lines of what's love got to do with it dog
6: that narcotic. Um, um, and also, uh, like, I, I think I, I kind of had that, like you said, you had the, the what's love have to do with the effect to mm-hmm. where it's not really as serious the second time around. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, at the end where she's in the dress room getting ready for a show and he comes in there and he pulls out a gun. Yes. And I'm like, this is supposed to be suspenseful, mm-hmm. but. She's still alive, so he didn't right. shoot her. <laughs> so the suspense is
2: gone. <laughs> right? It's like, but this is a true story. So wink, wink. So there's no <laughs> yeah, fucking wink, way wink, wink. Ike Turner kills Tina Turner. It's no fucking way. This was uh, yeah. this happened in the past. So uh, last time I checked, she was supposed to be on the View next week as a guest. So it's yeah. impossible mm-hmm. that he killed her in 1984. So, but yeah, you're right.
6: Yeah. Um, I know some people talk like like they should have won awards for their performances. They were both nominated for Oscars. Okay. Uh, that year.
2: He should have won it. Uh, I don't care who won yes. it. Yes. Larry Fishburne deserved that fucking Oscar. Yes, I don't care who did.
6: won it. He did. Well, he, uh, he did lose. He lost to Tom Hanks from Philadelphia.
2: Oh, that's terrible. No, he was way better than Tom Hanks <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> no man has ever delivered a more powerful. He became Ike Turner for me. For yes, a, he did. Nay, yeah. for a generation of people, he became the Ike Turner. Yes, because when
3: for I, us. I believe you, Rod, I'm like you. When I seen a real Ike Turner, I was like, this ain't Lawrence for. Oh, this is the real Ike Turner. Right. I got angry.
6: It's like now you see if you look at him, like you know, some people will say uh, if you haven't seen what Club got to do with it, you would identify him with Morpheus. But for people who have seen it, you see you think of him as Ike Turner first.
2: Yeah, well, I will say I will say, um, like when I, I'm, I'm specifically saying, if you said the word Ike Turner to me, in my brain Lawrence Fishburne pops up. True, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I'm, if I see Lawrence Fishburne, I don't always think Ike Turner, but when I hear Ike Turner in any shape, form, or fashion, the first image in my mind is uh, this nigga Lawrence Fishburne and what's love got to do with
6: it. <laughs> uh, I that, uh, that, that Beatles wig that I think... Uh, yeah! Uh, with, oh my God, I'm of
2: Yeah, he's rocking uh, that shag, dog. <laughs> Uh
6: One more thing before uh, I can move on. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all talk about Sons of Anarchy. Like, I never watched the show, but uh, if y'all talking about, like, the other... I know it's about, like, a motorcycle gang and everything yeah. like that and dealing with them dealing with the black gang, and you said they look like, like some r yes. and figures. Yes. And the way that their characters are written, it just proves that there are no black writers
2: on that mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm.
6: And I think with a lot of TV shows, when there have to be black characters, they're not, I mean, I'm not saying that black writers have to write black characters, but I am say that there's, there, there's no black black person around to like. Yeah, that's well, like what I Yeah. Really talk like that, and you know, I think like the the most exposure it seems like that the writers have is they watch black exploitation films from the seventies. <laughs> they, well, they still talk like that, right? They still say jive, right? <laughs> brother man, and, and right, and, uh, <laughs> white. They call them like white man. They say white man, right? for white bread. either white bread now. You know. yeah. <laughs> They're watching Robin Williams stand up and his impression of a, of a black man. Yeah,
2: I noticed, that, uh, one, time later. I, I noticed that once they got black characters, they've been trying to get a little looser with the N-word on the last couple of episodes because you can have, you know, black people can say it. So they'll have, like, the black head boss dude, and he'll be like, I told you that nigga was sloppy. And he only sounds scary. It does No, it just, he doesn't even sound like he says nigga often. No. It's like, I told you, you that nigga was and, sloppy.
3: And you know, when they gave him the script, he was like, I, 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 I in his proper voice, I have to say nigga. I did not go to acting school <laughs> for this. <laughs> what are you guys trying to pull on me? Okay. Yeah. I will dig down and, 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 and pull out my ghetto this, that, that my mother and them have and, and, and
2: put it across on the screen. Yeah, two weeks later, that dude's gonna be on some off-Broadway shit going, Alive Eli- poor Yorick. Yes. <laughs> uh, He's gonna be shit. singing
3: Josephine the Technicolor. B- right. Yeah.
2: But on Come Sons on. of Anarchy, this beardless, tattoo-less, scarless, uh dude wearing a purple vest is supposed to be like oh no the big black gangsters are here it's so scary Like, you yeah, see doing a musical
3: next week uh-uh. yeah
2: i would love to live next door to all those guys
3: that's uh, and i will feel safe feel safe as shit
2: wake yeah, up in the morning yeah, they be going to work to, um, another reference to uh to donald
6: glover you know to your n-word motor skills that's That's real. You have to say it often enough to where, you know, it sounds.
3: sounds. Natural, yes. You lose it.
2: (laughs) Uh, And I'm
6: like, um, it is for that, like, the only only black TV writer that I know of is uh, Shonda Rhimes, who created Grey's Anatomy Mm -hmm. and Scandal and Private Practice. Like, you know, you don't, I think, like, those kind of writers are out there to where, you know, it won't sound so uh so hokey you know well donald in uh, tv d- shows and it's not um it's not uh well it, it doesn't it's, it's just it's to be like
2: unintentional comedy yeah on the show it's inauthentic yes yeah, inauthentic and you know donald glover writes uh for for a couple of shows. oh well for you wrote for 30 rocks yeah um for 30 pop. but uh right but one of the funniest things about um 30 rock is the character of topher who's one of my favorite uh characters (laughs) of in 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 just pop culture because it's a black writer who is not black you know what i mean in all the ways that people like to define stereotypical blackness he's not that type of black dude he's just a black dude but he doesn't relate to any of that shit so it's like funny how you know they're making the satire on like yeah we can have a black writer but he's not he's 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 we hired him because he's familiar with our culture not because we need a black voice and we want black culture we just want a black dude that can write funny white culture jokes so that i think that's what happens a lot with sons of anarchy shit like that they hire a black dude even if it's a black person on staff it's like yeah but you're we want the black dude that's gonna make the the statements and the, the things that we're cool with, not mm-hmm. a black dude's going to come in and say, no, Jacks can't come down there and call those people niggers and walk out of there unscarred. That's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So they don't want that guy. They want a guy that's just like, yeah, that sounds funny. Matter of fact, why don't you have him call them spooks and goons? Like, OK, cool. Yeah. You got a black guy on it.
3: <laughs> no, no. All
2: right, great. We got to move on, man. But thank, thank you for sweetie. calling, dude. All
5: right. I'll
2: talk to you all later. All peace. right, man. Peace. Um, All right. So let's see. Terrence writes in Chick-fil-A, and he says, man, Chick-fil-A be on that nonsense. Now, this is from The Advocate, a um, pro-LBGT publication. Mm -hmm. But on the real, they still do what they do, just backdoor, no pun intended, hustling. uh, So apparently, uh, they're saying that um, even though the article was saying they stopped, that they actually do still do it. The Advocate explains Although the company's Windshape Foundation might not be do- donating directly, Chick-fil-A's president Dan Cathy tweeted a photo on Tuesday from the 2012 Windshape Ride for the Family. He wrote alongside the pic- picture of a pack of motorcyclists, Windshape Ride for the Family bikers locked and loaded for the 200 mile ride to, from Wilma- to Wilmington out of Charleston. That long ride is a fundraiser for an organization that helps lobby against marriage equality. Registration forms for the event ask that checks be sent not to the WindShape Foundation that Chick-fil-A operates, but directly to the Marriage and Family Foundation. Um, The forms say the ride fee is $3,500 for each individual or couple, but sponsorship packages posted online show that organizations pledge $5,000 for silver status and $10,000 for gold and $15,000 to or more to reach platinum the chick-fil-a logo logo accompanies everything and so does the wind shaped name but it's unclear whether the foundation continues to make donations wow so i guess they yeah they're still trying to do it but through some underhanded means and and like yeah. if you want to know what's funny i wouldn't really have an issue with that but the fact that Dan Cathy is tweeting the photo and shit yeah, you know is what? the real problem I have. It's like this pride and of ignorance yes. and like
3: and, and, spreading this and shit. And you know what? I, I bet you that the people that um run Chick-fil-A that sent out that big thing, I bet you they was like, fuck, can we shut down his Twitter account? I know they was like, if you don't sit down and just shut up.
2: Yeah, like, their boss is an asshole. Yes, and they was
3: like, we can't wait for you to die, too, so we can get past this point. <laughs>
2: yeah, what an asshole. Just like, I have to, uh, look, I got to say this. It's like, dude, it's actually easier for you not to. Yes,
3: just be quiet. Like, your, your
2: company is actively trying to fix the PR from you, man. Yes. Um. All right, so, Savannah B uh, Company, uh Cheese Honey, is the title of this email from Kevin Davis. Uh, it says, Dear Rod and Karen, love the show as always. Please look cute at the great work. I saw this, uh, uh, thought about the blackout tips. The picture of a, is a picture of cheese honey. You drizzle it over cheese. Wow. Damn. Uh, yo, you're on with the blackout tips. What's up?
6: What's up, Rod and Karen? I'm a little bit better now.
2: Oh, what's up, Rick? Cool. You back in the chat and everything's working?
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the chat ain't too, too working, but I can hear y'all at least now, so. I'm, I'm good to go. It's it's kind of funny. First of all, first things first. Who really takes Lupe Fiasco seriously on anything he says anymore? Like, really, who, who, who listens to this dude if he's not if there's not a beat playing and his words are not connected in rhyme? Who wastes their time even listening to that?
2: I think it's a uh... At this point, it's hipsters and the Occupy crowd, and that's who I really want to see, uh, how they react to this album. Um, because I really think that's what he found his niche is that he can say these, like, I don't want to say pointless, but he says statements that don't really come to a full thought. He's an ultimate troll. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like he's trolling, and, and there's a certain type of person that goes for that shit, to be honest with you. There's like the Occupy movement to me is like the huge troll of, you know, politics. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, well, why don't y'all do this with your with your with the movement? No. Why don't you you know, y'all not gonna organize this into anything? There's you know, no we point. The hate nope.
6: We just want to hate for the sake of hate.
2: Right. So it's like, you know, to me, um, that's what Lupe's about right now is you know, mm-hmm. Bob. He's going to try to get those people who supposedly don't believe in capitalism to buy his album. So let's see what happens.
6: Yeah, simple, the, set, the, the mascot for the Occupy movement should be Oscar the Grouch.
2: <laughs> just angry. Yeah, it's just angry, sitting in a trash can <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, in front of Wall Street and shit. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it just, no reason, too Man, I read the news on Chick Fil A. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, for what? I mean, if you're going to be who you are, be who you are. If you're not, you're not. I mean, don't lie about it. Don't try to wiggle your way around it. Yeah. Just be who you are and just be who you are. I mean, you made a lot of money being who you are. Yeah. So I don't, I didn't understand the point. I mean, if you go, I mean, especially now that you just told me he's sitting there taking pictures with the same organization. He just pledged that he was, that they just said they weren't going to support him anymore it be who you are. Yep. It, it, I mean, if you're not going to do something, just don't do it. Because you were making that much money before you had another Chick-fil-A in Chicago. And that was probably a benefit. And I, I mean, in history, if there was enough demand for Chick-fil-A, one alderman saying that he doesn't want a Chick-fil-A in his city wasn't going to change anything yep. because the people have a demand for it. And there are probably many other organizations that donate to various causes that you don't agree with, that you just don't know about.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like like I said, now their problem is that they're trying to take, but one, they're trying to have both sides now. Because it's like... Uh-huh. Y'all, y'all trying to like which is to me if i was a person that was going to support them because i was like you know i agree with their views that uh gay people should not be married and uh to support the family blah 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 if i agree with them yeah. and then and then i found out that they were like oh no 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 we 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 just want a press release we're not going to do that anymore we're stopping and then the the, the ceo is, is is tweeting like no we actually still doing it i would be like no that I was supporting you because you were publicly saying that you weren't, uh, you know, you weren't scared, and you were going to let your business, you know, deal with the consequences of that or whatever. And now you're telling me that oh no 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 wait a minute um we we actually uh don't support it uh but but, I, I, but I we mean, do support it on the low we support it on the low but not. yeah yeah
6: yeah yeah but what you I, I, say
2: yeah Karen were you about I to say something first it was
6: released by Alderman and not the actual Chick Fil A itself but I I didn't actually read the confirmation from you. Yeah. I just for people to saying. it. But it just still it's so confusing. It's like why would you even if you if you're gonna change your mind, change your mind. But if you're not just don't say anything. I mean, now you, you've you alienated both sides of the audience. It's not a smart business move. Just I would just kept quiet after I said after I said what I said, I'd made my money because there are plenty of gay people still working with Chick fil A. I know gay people who still go eat Chick fil A. So people don't care regardless, and there's straight people who, uh, who don't support same-sex marriage, who still go to businesses, who support same-sex marriage, who give right. money to abortion clinics, who do all those things. Cause me personally, I feel like I'm paying you for this, for whatever service I want, I want it from you. Right. Now, whatever you decide to do with that money after I give it to you is your decision. I can't control that anymore. Because I gave it to you, it's yours now, mhm <laughs> but it's it's still a point of the situation,
2: yeah, that's how yeah. I feel about it, too, as far as uh the you know the money and i like honestly, I don't want to know or be responsible for every single dollar that's spent of anything I've ever put money mm-hmm. into I'd
3: be angry all the
2: damn, time. yeah, um, and then like uh. to top it and then to top it off, like like you said, um, I think people get in these bubbles and they forget that if like say um their favorite company whatever it is came out and said yeah actually we give our money to uh planned parenthood um as part of the charities we support um that it would rile up a bunch of people that were christians and shit like that that would be like i'm out you know so yeah
6: and and it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of um iffy with that too because there's some people who see Planned Parenthood as part of uh, the eugenics movement? It, it, you know, there's there's some people who saw people who were supporting abortion clinics as proponents of eugenics, and they saw it as a way to uh, limit number African American children. I mean, that was just conspiracy theory. I don't know if that's true or not, but there's some people who feel that way. So you you just never know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you can't control it. Nobody's going to agree with you on everything. <laughs> I mean, if you be honest, most most of the time when that when that white guy who comes to fix fixes your AC fixes fixes it, he's often a Republican. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't want to know. You don't want no, to know. Not not at all. You yeah, don't. You don't like. That's the thing. uh It's like asking your girl how many people she slept with. You don't really want to know. You don't want to know.
3: No, you don't. You think so you want to know?
2: You don't fucking want to know, doubt. So it's always too many. And like I said, maybe being in the South uh is different. Yes, I but, think so too. Uh, but I'm so used to the idea of people that don't agree with me politically working with me yes uh living in the same community as me going to the same establishments as me that is it's just not as big a deal to me no
3: and also cool. it de- and i've learned too it depends on where you live in the country because even though cool. people try to say well the south is segregated actually down south we actually are forced to integrate a whole lot more than other parts of the country right. yeah, don't because everyone admit North, that. yeah
6: they you got jewish communities kosher communities And when you can't even sell anything that's not even
2: culture. Well, there's no Chinatown in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh no.
3: no so no, just,
2: I'll just, you know, so it's, it's kind of funny to me when you see people from up north really shit on the South and all this stuff. Cause it's like, yeah, okay. So did you learn that in Koreatown? Because we don't like restrict all our Koreans to one place and they don't have to like group up into one section of town. Uh, there's no, bor- there's no borough where I don't expect to see black people. There's like, it's like, so like it's funny because through segregation and all that shit, whenever people broke broke it down we were forced to integrate yes we were even though you know politically ideology wise we might disagree you're going to still have to come into contact with 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 other people of other cultures and races and a lot of up north places really have not um had to do that like Mm -mm. they've been able to they've been able to just like be more segregated than us but look down on the south because of the history and true uh, you know that's fine i can't change it but, um, anyway, Brent, we got to move on, dog. Thank you for the call, dude. Have a good one, sweetie. Wait, wait, wait. I, I gotta give it to him, One more thing.
6: One more thing. Mm-hmm. This is just tradition. I, they would be mad if I didn't do it. I mean, I can't disappoint Malcolm.
2: This is tradition.
6: I can't disappoint Malcolm, <laughs> <This is> dog. <tradition. laughs> Again, Chill, I'm sorry for interrupting your voicemail earlier. I was just trying to make sure that that wasn't a catastrophe. Yeah, you might get a voicemail on that nobody else could have heard Chill. And what if we had lost 15, 5, or 10 minutes of a great Chill voicemail? That would have been a catastrophe. It, it was for the safety and the good and for a podcast reason. But, um, <laughs> like I said again, I told y'all last week, I'm still working on making Pam Oliver's wig a trending topic. But if you, if you saw her wig last week, and then I tell y'all, week one, everybody, oh my god, oh my god, Bears awesome. Week one, what's wrong with the Packers? Week one, uh, you know, I told y'all, you can't judge, don't judge the season by week one, cause week, week two showed enough, showed us up. Uh. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, and I'm, uh, man, what happened to y'all Panthers? What happened to the Panthers, um on um, Thursday night, man? That were just out outcoached, just,
3: Oh, they they played terribly. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna pretend they played terribly. A lot of times I think that for some reason when it comes to prime time the Panthers fold a lot.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, and also I'm not gonna look past the fact that the defense gave up a lot of yards against the Saints. Uh, last week, mm-hmm. you know, people Their try to is yeah. People try to bypass that, but you know, you really can't, and we couldn't stop her. You know, if 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 the uh, other team would have been made of uh, cotton ball bunnies, they would have beat us because that shit was terrible.
6: <laughs> Which leads me to my next prediction: if if the Panthers are not at five hundred by week six, expect Ron Rivera to be on the hot seat because. The main problems with this team have been on the defensive side of the ball. They have not been able they have not been making great adjustments and you know, I know we I, I just say I just preached against uh, making early, um early um predictions. But you know, you can tell you can tell by the way Pam Oliver's hell was in week two that uh it ain't gonna last long. But and that's all I'm saying about Royal Rivera. If Royal Rivera does not turn around his defense within the next three games, because he didn't even make any adjustments in that second half to really stop um dumb what the guy's name uh Brown and the new receiver. Oh, uh, I forget his name. Uh, I Ramsey's
2: Barden or something like that.
6: Yeah, yeah. That guy that went off on fantasy that nobody drafted, that nobody had on their team. Someone started
2: someone someone started him and hit me up on Twitter to tell me they started him. I was like, oh, What
6: I the running back?
2: No, I started the running, running back, back, but someone told me I need Bardin to go out today and I was like, Really, nigga? And then he did, so what can I say?
6: I started Brandon LaFell because he had had eleven uh, points. Well, that back. nigga that
2: nigga Lafelled all right. Yo Brent, <laughs> yo, yo, Brent, we got to go, man. But thanks for calling y'all later. I right. ain't got long, though. Seriously, Rivera ain't
6: got long. I'll let you. All right. Peace. peace.
2: Uh, all right. Um, let's see. We're on emails. <clears throat> Why? No government. They don't want the government name out there in the world. They said, hello, Rod and Karen. I'm listening to episode 359. And I love that you all are discussing, as I refer to him, ignorant fiasco. Yes, that's not ignorant. But ignorant, there's a difference. Anyway, I agree with most of what you said about saying what you are saying about voting. However, I disagree with everybody not voting. Blacks and women did not have the right to vote, as you know. And because so many people in the civil rights era fought for these rights and some were killed for these groups, they should especially exercise their right. If they want to continue to fight the injustices that still exist in our society, okay right you can now disagree now i know you will what is that supposed to be like some inception shit <laughs> uh look uh i would say that um it, they didn't fight for mandatory votes people didn't die for you to mandatorily vote Mm-mm. they died for you to have the right the to vote right so if you don't want to exercise your right there's nothing anyone can do about mm-hmm. it um and like i said earlier um i don't know who you people are that want everybody to vote but that's by far the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life because everybody's not going to not because they're not going to do it but because i talk to people and people are fucking terrible and i don't want most of these people near a voting booth Uh, like that's the one thing the republicans have right is voter suppression they are absolutely correct and that is the way to win you know what i mean that was cheating and you can't do it. Yes, it is cheating. But God damn it. That's I, why
3: that's why all the states are like, "Hey, hey, hey, they they bring it up to them to to, to the Supreme Court. Yeah. The states they be like, "Uh,
2: overturned. What? I think I think Democrats need to start trying to vote or suppress too. That's the right answer. Like if you have any of Jeff Foxworthy's comedy CDs in your car, you can't, mm-mm, <laughs> can't, can't you vote, can't vote. Mm-mm. Can't vote. No ID for you. But nah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do I do feel uh, personally responsible and obligated to uh, vote because, um, and, and, you know, like I was telling somebody at work, I want to be a part of the next social change. I want to be a part True. of, you know, I want to feel like I was part of people getting health care that would not have gotten it before. I know it's um, so. People being able to get married that do not have the right to get married right now um, because I feel like people did that for my people um yes you know so uh the people uh had to put shit on the line for black people to get the right to vote for women to get the right to vote um and i feel like uh it's hypocritical and it's fucked up uh when you feel like there is no um reason to go vote now i'm not saying you have to vote the same shit i do Mm -mm. and like i said it's it's absolutely your prerogative you Mm -hmm. you personally don't have to vote you know what i mean it's absolutely but when you start on this like nobody should vote i'm not gonna vote all this shit uh all right you know i can't stop you um but yeah i i i can only say why i do it and i would like to be part of the next big social change uh because that that's the system that worked for us you know mm-hmm. um anyway i also do not think Ignat fiasco believes half the bs he spews he reminds me of the teabaggers and the like um do you think lupe believes what he uh says karen or, or you think he's I just do. talking i think he does too. i do
3: too i think he believes that 125 percent
2: yeah he doesn't strike me as the type That's of dude somebody that, that would
3: make some shit like that up no yeah. that that shit coming from the heart
2: this is all in line with his thinking yes um, it is our uh, Best lines so far this episode were, Karen, nigga, you stupid. <laughs> and Rod, I advocate downloading his shit and listening for free. Laughing my ass off, so keep up the great podcasting. I love y'all, your faithful listener. Why? Thank you, why? We Thank appreciate you, it. you, sweetie. Loopy Fiasco. This is from Mr. Span. He says, what's good, fam? What's up, dog? I'm sending this email with crusty eyes and the breath of a thousand dragons because once again... The man got me on this paper chase to get my ass out of Detroit. All right, that's good though.
3: Oh, he! Woo. I hear you, player. Honey, work. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna dance whenever you get the episode when you out of Detroit. I'm like, oh, that niggas is free.
2: but really quickly i wanted to say to just say that i got a chance to listen to the last show and damn it i agree with you 100 percent on your take on lupe fiasco it kind of makes it hard for me to enjoy lupe's music sometimes knowing that he comes off clueless and irresponsible as shit when it comes to some issues and i kind of hate how social media has exposed us to the douchebaggery of some of our favorite entertainers because of how much access we have to them now true yeah i told brandon this shit so long ago i was like you have to i said follow them i said twitter is going to fuck up rappers because they have access to fans immediately without thinking and a lot of people think rappers are smart because musically it's easier to be smart you take shit yes, in, take shit search, search it out you put it in 16 bars you, you kind of hit around some things you don't always have to come to a complete conclusion and it's cool but then it's like okay now explain yourself and then you realize oh wait a minute my favorite rapper dropped out of high school at, at grade 10 hmm so the shit that he's talking about doesn't always make sense. Like, um, <clears throat> anyway, it says, um, Lupe comes off to me. Sometimes as a brother who went to jail, read every book in the library and got in so deep that he managed to confuse himself. Ah! <laughs> and I remember on my podcast going in on him a little, when he was talking about this shit before about Obama being a terrorist and how we should see what, what would happen if everyone didn't vote. He's hypocritical with his love of the hood when he talks about making things better when he completely dismisses one of the avenues that can have a direct effect on the hood. But, I mean, direct effect on the hood. But I don't want to ramble because I know y'all got a shitload of feedback to get to. So I'll end it here. Oh, and Karen, that passion you showed talking about Anna Corolla, I want to hear that more. I felt that shit coming through the radio. And fuck anybody who would want to even suggest silencing that. But I'm done, fam. Gotta get my ass to work. Have a great show. Peace. Thank you, Mr. Span. Agreed, Mr. Span. Agreed. Like, I was just asking questions to keep Karen cooking. <laughs> you were scolding her. No, I was saying keep going. Keep going? You gotta keep it going. Yeah, like, well, what about this thing? And then just shut up for five minutes. <laughs> yeah,
3: because I can't talk now.
2: But what about them niggas over there, though? Hmm? Hmm? What you, you, you got to say them, about that? You gonna mm-hmm. let them get away with that. Mm-hmm.
3: I know you got something to say
2: but uh yeah man so yeah definitely definitely uh you guys did it to me again this is from my man mr Bates. he says hi rod and karen you did it to me again first it was good times and you had to ruin what's love got to do with it i would never be able to look at that movie again without laughing my ass off i think you guys may have stumbled onto an idea for another podcast never mind you guys already have 10 podcasts that you are doing already you were right about Lawrence fishburne deserving the oscar for that role he was a better ike turner than the real ike Turner. yes he was yeah yeah um yeah and i think karen is actually involved in a spin-off podcast about watching some ratchet ass movies so be on the lookout for that when it's up (laughs) i'll let you guys know when uh she starts doing that we'll promote it on the show and stuff yes um and uh yeah i'm surprised professor lch didn't write in to say we ruined it for her too because
3: i know you she, know she must be behind she ain't got caught up right
2: yet. you know y'all say we ruined y'all the good times in florida and all that stuff so <laughs> y'all was both the ones that agreed so on another note i think that it was wesley snipes who pretty much ended the reign of the light-skinned brothers when he stabbed christopher williams in the hand and said i never liked you anyway pretty motherfucker I remember sure. that. Mm-hmm. Now sit your five dollar ass down before I may make change. change.
3: One of my favorite lines. We mm. used
2: to say that to each other all the
3: time. We were little kids.
2: One more cla- One of the most classic lines ever in black cinema. I think he may have ended Christopher Williams' singing and acting career at the same time. <laughs> uh, I don't think that it, I didn't think it was possible for the show to get any better than it already was. But you guys have been knocking the ball out of the park on your last few shows. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work we will we will thank you sweetie yeah thank you for writing mr bates so we appreciate it um like i said uh tomorrow we will be back um at 10 a.m for those of y'all that don't go to church and uh, want to spend some time with your favorite heathens before football starts yeah make sure y'all do that um oh yeah the blackouts.com go to the about page donate like us on facebook y'all know all the shit y'all need to be doing man yes um tune into the live shows on vocal be a part of the chat room get you some guests to race in you know you have the ability to ask questions stuff mm-hmm. like that uh i guess vocals fixed everything so it should be working yeah, again it looks
3: like everything's functioning for, now. The,
2: for the most part mm-hmm.
3: i here 30 minutes trying to get me in
2: right so uh yeah thank you guys um follow us on twitter at rodimus prime say
3: that again that is in d-a-t
2: and uh the show twitter is at tbgwt so until next time love you you too baby Mwah.
0: On terror, it's a bunch of bullshit. Just a poor excuse for you to use up on your bullet. How much money does it take to really make a full clip? 9-11 building 7, did they really pull it? Hold uh. on. And a bunch of other cover-ups Your child's future was the first to go with budget cuts If you think that hurts, then Wait, here comes the uppercut. The school was garbage in the first place That's on the up and up Keep you at the bottom, but Tease you with the upper crust You get it, then they move it So you never keeping up enough If you turn on TV, all you is a bunch of what the fucks Dude is dating so and so Blabbering about such and such And that ain't Jersey Shore homie. that's the news And these the same people supposedly telling us the truth Limbo is a racist Glen Beck is a racist Gaza Strip was getting bombed Obama didn't say shit That's why I ain't vote for Next one either I'm a part of the problem My problem is I'm peaceful And I believe in the people
1: Yeah It's a
0: yeah. Deserve it. Jihad is not holy war. West that in the worship. Murdering is not Islam, and you are not observant. <laughs> And you are not a Muslim. Israel don't take my side. Cause look at how far you pushed them. Walk with me into the ghetto. This where all the kush went. Complain about the liquor store. But what you drinking liquor for? Complain about the gloom. But when you pick a promo. Just listen in the pot. Ain't gonna make it stop. A rebel in your doubts. Ain't gonna make it out. If you don't become an actor. You'll never be a factor. Pills with million side effects. Take them when the pains felt. Wash them down with soda Killing off your brain cells. Crooked banks around the world. With Glad to give a loan today so if you ever miss a payment
1: They it's can take so your own